Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Ken Cairns, a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way. So sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded is the cards. You are now on with Ken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. With me, your host, Ken, I'm a retired teacher documenting my hobby journey here on the pod, finding teachable moments to share with all of you along the way. Don't forget to hit me up on social media, on Instagram, at sportscard underscore lessons. Hit the follow button. And you can also find me on YouTube by searching Sports Card Lessons. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Welcome, everybody. Woo! National 2022 is in the books. Wow. What an unbelievable week. Uh, I'm home. Uh, I'm well rested after arriving home and getting a great night's sleep. I mean, it was just, I got home. I was so exhausted that I was about to pass out last night, which would have been Saturday night. Um, and, and I have to, I have to start with apologies uh, that there was no Saturday episode, and I'll I'll kind of get into that why why there was no no Saturday episode. But you're getting a Monday episode. Um, apologize for the 15 seconds of silence. No, your your phones didn't go dead, and your radios in your car did not stop playing. But yeah, when I did that last episode, um, I accidentally kicked the. Uh, kick the, the cord out of the mic so i had to replug it back in and get it back up but you know being in a hotel room pressed for time i didn't have time to go back and and cut those pieces out so i apologize for the uh for the 15 seconds of silence um real big apology i have to throw out to uh to, to my neighbor jay uh cardboard collaborative who i was referring to him as cardboard cardboard chronicles which is actually uh, Josh from Card Ladder, who is not my neighbor, uh, but Jay is, and uh, I was was throwing, shouting him out for you know really coming up big for me, being able to pick up the power cord and and bring it to me, and uh, I, I didn't even get his name right. Showed you how tired I was, and I didn't I didn't even pick up on it until until uh, somebody notified me the next day, sent me a text, and said, "Yeah, you messed up last night," and I'm like, "Oh." Uh, it's one of those things. I told you I was just winging it in the hotel room and, and doing the absolute best I could. So apologize there. Uh, apologize to Zip Cards who extended a VIP invitation uh, on Friday night to the uh, Card Collector 2 event uh, at the National. It was down the street. Um, and and I really wanted to get there on Friday night, uh, but I didn't make it. I didn't make it. Um so Friday after the show, um, and the show went Friday right till six o'clock. And if you remember me talking that I, I was packing up then I did not have the table Saturday or Sunday, uh, sports card therapist, uh, my good friend, Rob, he was hit him and, uh, Amel, uh, Sarfani from the slab talk. They were taking this table on Saturday and, uh, um, Alan from J a sports cards, um, 
the hobby shop down the street from me. He was taking it on Sunday. So Friday I had to pack up. So we were busy right till six o'clock. Then I had to pack up, load the car up. Um, by the time I got back to the hotel room, it was probably seven, seven fifteen. Uh, I met up with, uh, Amil, uh, Sarfani. He had just, just came in, just flew in from, uh, uh, Texas. So uh, I met up with him and uh, Harvey uh, Muki Hobby Muki Hobby. I don't know why I always Harvey. I apologize. I always have trouble saying this, and, and I don't know why. But it's Muki M O C C I Hobby Cards. Uh, Harvey's a really good dude. Met Harvey through the hobby. Uh, so him, I, and Amel, we went out. I mean, it was almost seven thirty, quarter to eight by the time um, we really got settled at the hotel. So. Uh, I had to make a decision and there was so much going on. I knew there was a huge trade night downstairs that was starting at nine. Uh, so we ended up going to eat. Um, we went to Guy Fieri's in Bally's. We went, uh, I, I want to say upstairs, but if you've ever been to this hotel, you have to go downstairs and then go over and take another, because downstairs is the whole casino. And then you have to go take another elevator if you want to do anything, if you want to go out to the beach or the boardwalk or go to the restaurants or anything. So we went to Guy Fieri's, uh, sat up at the bar, um, had a great dinner, you know, just talking. Uh, Ryan from Reservoir Sports Cards, he he ended up showing up uh, a little bit later. Uh, so we hung out with him as well. So, yeah, it was just a good time. And, and like I said, I knew there was a trade night that night and I had to make a decision. And I said, I, I, I what my plan was at that time was to go home Saturday because uh, I was driving home Saturday uh, and, and put up do, do the pod Saturday when I got home and put it up Sunday morning. Uh, but when I got home Saturday, I was just completely wiped. So here it is Sunday and, uh, and I'm doing the, uh, I'm doing the, uh, the pod Sunday and we're going to put this out Monday. You'll, you'll get this tomorrow morning. Yes. Yeah, so we had a great dinner. Uh, then we all went and grabbed our cases and, uh, we headed, uh, downstairs to uh trade night Friday night at Bally's. Um, it was a whole, just a whole wing of the, uh, the hotel they that people i i don't think anybody it wasn't like it was a ballroom or anything there was a there was just an open area and there was a you know like a like a convenience uh i don't even want to say market because it was just open you could go in and get some drinks or or like a burger and some french fries or whatever uh but it was really uh i don't know how much business they did uh because there was just so many people in there uh, went in, I did not make any deals, but it was just great. It was running into people. It was just great to see people's cards. Um, I saw a lot of deals getting done and it was just, I mean, I guess this is what they do at national. I mean, you just watch, there was a big open area and people just laid their cards out on the floor and just sat there and people just came out and walked around and, and, and tried to make deals there. Um, there were, there were no tables. There was nothing. Everybody was on the floor there. Uh, and, and when you went into the area, it, it, the ventilation was not very good. I mean, you just knew there was, you know, a few hundred people in there that that spent the whole day inside National and hadn't had a shower yet. So it was, it was, you know, it was one of one of those things. One of those, how do I put it? One of those things I'm never going to forget. You know, just just going in there, uh, and I and I do remember coming out of there just being relieved, like getting some good fresh air. Uh, when we, when we went out, there was, I think every hotel was having a trade night, uh, that night there was one at the hotel, uh, the Claridge, which was right next to us. There was a trade night there. So we 
after we went through this one, I think it was about 10, 1030. Uh, that's what time the one at Claridge went from like 10 to 1 a.m. But when we went over there, it was mostly all F1 stuff. So that was, um, I know Harvey uh, does some F1 stuff. Um, and my neighbor, who I was messaging with too, uh, Jason Cardboard Collaborative, he's into the F1 stuff and uh, he was going to be there as well. So he had met us over there and I went over there, hung out with him for a little bit and walked around you know, check people's the F1 cards out. But that's that's definitely that whole, every day, they had like nice little tables, refreshments set up over there. It was kind of cool. But it was just all F1, uh, which is nothing I'm really interested in right now. Maybe at a later time, I will be. Um, shout out to all the listeners who came by the table to say hi while I was out there at National. Uh, it was just great. It was, you know, when you do this, you know, I get messages and, and people message me and a lot of the same people message me a lot and I talk to them a lot, but it's just so great when like, people I don't know and never message was messaged with just come up and say, Hey, you don't know me, but I love the pod. I love the content. Keep it up. Uh, it, it was just great to hear. And, 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 and I enjoyed everybody who came up and chatted with me just to say hi, uh, at national. Uh, another shout out Thursday night after I dropped the uh, the pod on Thursday night, um, National Day 2, and I had said I was just going to eat. So I went went over to the restaurant and uh, I, I sat down to eat and uh, there was a, a kid next to me with his dad. Uh, his name was Alexander. We started talking. They were here for uh, National. They're from uh, Rochester. Uh, and he is Alexander dot, uh, Fitch F I T C H H on Instagram and him and his dad were great. We talked for a while about national that, you know, just talked about what we expected and what was there and, and just a really great conversation. Uh, so, uh, he, they had left, we followed each other, him and I followed each other on Instagram and they had left, uh, they were there before I was, and we finished up eating, um, or I finished up eating. And, uh, like I said, you have to go downstairs through the lobby and then back up again, uh, to the rooms. And when I was heading back to my room, I saw him in the lobby and, uh, he's pointing at his ear pod in his ear. And he said, I'm, I'm listening to the podcast. Now I told him about the podcast He goes, I'm listening to it now. He said, awesome. Thumbs up, you know? So that was just kind of cool. Uh, I just met somebody, we talked about it and, uh, not only was he listening to it, he came by and, uh, you know, checked the cards out at the table the next day on, on Friday. So it was great to meet him. Just wanted to give him a little shout out. Um, you know, my neighbor, I, I still can't thank him enough for uh, for being able to, uh, uh, you know, come grab that that power cord for me. Because uh, when you're in Atlantic City, my first thought was, hey, I, maybe I can find like a Best Buy or a Staples and just go buy a universal adapter and put it in. But when you're at National, I mean, there is no time to do anything like like literally you're getting up, you're setting an alarm. I'm getting up. I'm getting breakfast. I'm getting over to the convention center at eight o'clock. It's going to six o'clock at night. Then you've got to try to get out of the parking garage, which is like a nightmare after six o'clock when they only have two people taking two, you know, taking payment on the way out in a parking garage that literally every day was sold out by nine 30 in the morning. So it was, uh, it's kind of a nightmare getting out of the parking garage too. So there's just so much going, there was no time to be driving around to go find this and that. So I really appreciated him doing that. Um, 
and and on my end on my, my end at home uh you know calling home at 12:30 to ask ask somebody to get out of bed and put it in the, in in the mailbox i thought you know what i'm i'm never going to hear the end of it and, and you know what i got yelled at at was that i did not give sherry a shout out um for for doing this for getting up and putting in the so sherry here is your shout out uh for uh for for you know being a great sport, getting up at twelve thirty, going down to my office to find the power cord for my laptop, bagging it up and put it in the mailbox. So definitely appreciated that. Uh, shout out to all the people that you know that I just ran into that I was over there, and I ran into so many, and I'm going to list a few out. Um, and, and I'm, I know I'm missing so many people, but it was just, it was like a whirlwind over there, but I've already talked about John from behind the diamond. Who's come see me a number of times. Uh, and he is, uh, he's scheduled to be a guest on the pod. So I'm excited about that. Um, Amel Sarfani, uh, talked about him. He does the, uh, slab talk the bounce with, uh, Rob, uh, definitely going to bring him on uh, a future episode, uh, for an interview as well. Uh, Dave over at Extraordinary Cards went and talked to him. I saw Mikey, Mikey's Cards. Uh, Nick from the Slab Exchange was there. Uh, chatted with Sharon, Black Jaded Wolf, Tyler at Santiago Sports. Just it's so many people, like so many people that just walking around and, and getting to know these people by doing all these shows. And And I met new people. So it's just, you know, meeting all kinds of new people at the shows too. It's just, just fun to, uh, to meet these people in the hobby. And, and, and it's, it's a thing now. I mean, we become friends. It, 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 honestly, it's just, you, even though they're hobby friends, they're still friends. Um, Friday at the show was busy. Uh, I talked on the last pod that I felt that that was going to be the busiest day. And for me, it was definitely the busiest day it was a steady day of sales. Um, and it was the first time that I started realizing, and I'm looking around me of what people, the successful people are doing, always talking about observing what the successful people were doing. And, and, you know, in my mind, I mean, I know this, I know a lot of the business practice, but I want, you know, I, I'm watching these people buy more than they were selling and just, just kept buying, but they kept putting the cards out. So they weren't, I don't think they sold many of the cards they came with, but I could see them selling the cards they were buying. I could see them buying cards, putting them in their case, and they're being sold 15, 20 minutes later. Uh, and then I see, I, I see people were coming up, you know, and, and a lot of people were asking for Tua cards, for uh, Jalen Hurts card. I mean, the Hurts cards, I think, because of the location where we were, because I just think there was a lot of Eagles fans there. Um, and Davis Mills cards. So when these cards were coming up, I, and and of course the Trey Lance and 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 uh, uh, Mac Jones, that type of thing. But these, but a lot of people. I mean, the Tua cards. I I want to tell you on Friday, I bought six Tua cards and I sold them. None of them spent more than twenty minutes in my case before they were sold. I bought a number of Hertz cards, even Davis Mills cards. Now, not lower end Davis Mills. You know, like RPAs, auto RPAs of you know, with Davis mills, but they're not that expensive. So I'm buying it at 60 or 70% comps and I'm turning around and I'm selling it hundred percent comp. I mean, people are looking it up and saying, Oh, you know, they say how much for this? And I'm like, Hey, you know, it, it whatever it was, say it's $200. And I'm saying, but the last sale was $200. 
and and I don't even have to argue with them. I don't even have to. They're like, okay, great, and they're just buying it. And I'm like, wow, this is easy, right? I mean, people are just coming up because you know by the time, and I figured out by the time they've gotten to my table, there's there's I think there was you know two thousand tables or, or you know two thousand booths maybe, uh, which is more you know there's there's a number of tables per booth. Um, they, they've been to a ton of people before they've gotten to me. Uh, the ones that are willing to sell where they're just like, okay, I'm getting the same price from everybody. I might as well just, just sell the card. And, and whether that was, that was the case or whatever, but definitely it was buying cards at the right price that I could just drop in my case and just completely just resell right away. Uh, and every time I purchased every card that I purchased, unless the one that I purchased personally for my PC, uh, and we'll talk about that later. Um, every time I purchased a card, it, it, I'm telling you, one lasted 30 minutes. That was a long time in my case. That's how fast they were selling. Um, I didn't sell any of my higher end stuff, but I sold all, I sold most of my low, well, I guess it, I guess it depends on what price range you're talking about. My higher end stuff. I didn't sell any of the fifteen hundred, two thousand dollar cards. I sold everything I was selling. I sold cards anywhere from a hundred dollars, you know, up to a thousand dollars. Though that was like the sweet spot for me. That's what was selling. That's, and, and I'm not saying that pe other people weren't buying those things, but. Uh, they certainly were, but on my table and what I had, what I was selling and what I was happy to sell and get rid of, that was my kind of sweet spot um, this week. And and it worked out well for me. I sold a ton of those cards. Um, I was just going through going through my box um, to to put some cards back in the, uh, the, the, the display case behind me and realized that I really don't have maybe a handful of cards under $500. The rest are all over $500. So um, that's kind of the new lane that I'm in, I guess. Um, I talked about that Mac Jones card on day one of national that I went out and bought it was the only pickup I had that I bought. Uh, and it was the elements. It was the auto to 99. I bought it for 275. I, I knew it was under comps and I was hoping to get, you know, 375, 400 for it. Uh, I put it in my case at 475 and someone showed up. It was my first sale Friday morning. Uh, a, a younger kid, I say probably 15, 16, showed up with his dad. And he's like, there it is. And he looked at his dad and I said, well, I guess he knows what he wants. And he and his dad looked at me and said, that's the exact card he wants. Like literally that was his goal to find this card. And this is our second day here. And, you know, we, we walked most of the floor. We didn't. I said, this was in my, in my case yesterday. He goes, somehow he goes, we walked by here and I missed it. He goes, but I'm glad to have it. He took the money right out and said, I'm taking the card. I'm not, I'm not even going to negotiate with you. I'm just happy. I found this card and we can put this whole thing to rest that he's got, got the card he came for. So, uh, so be it. He found the card and you know, it was a good sale for me. Uh, I had, a I bought a Davis mills card on auto patch card came to the table and I didn't buy it for a lot of money. Um, I think it was about a hundred dollar card that I bought it, but the comps on it were about 160, 170. Uh, so I had just bought the card and, uh, it was in a, a top loader 
and I wanted to get it into a, a, a one touch. So I grabbed the one touch and uh, I put it in the one touch and I put it in a new team bag and somebody had come up and started asking me about doing a trade. And I put the card down on my case um, while I was talking to him and he had some cards and he handed me some cards. He was looking to make a trade and I looked at his cards and at the end of the day, we didn't come to a deal. We didn't, we didn't have an agreement. So I was about to hand his cards back to him and um i was with ryan reservoir sports was right to my left but he had gone off and somebody was manning his table and he said hey can i look at those cards and i said sure so i handed him the cards and just as i handed him the cards somebody else said are you are you buying are you interested in buying this so he handed me some cards and i was looking through the cards and we're negotiating a price on it uh and the other kid that i these cards were him i saw this guy hand the cards back to me. He said, all right, thanks anyways. All right. So I said, you know, thanks for stopping by. And he walked away and I didn't make a deal with these cards and I handed them back. And then I looked down and my Davis Mills card was gone. And I'm looking, I'm looking, I looked at the guy and I'm like, where did that card go? That was right here. And he's like, oh no. He goes, I think I handed it to that kid. I thought it was that kid's card, one of those kids cards. And I'm like, oh man. So I'm looking and I'm looking and I, I mean, it's a sea of people. There, there's no way to find it. And I, and I thought to myself, well, he seemed like a really nice, honest kid. I mean, he, how far could he have gone? He's going to open up his case. He's going to realize he has an extra card. He's going to come back. I really had good faith. Somehow I just had this feeling. I, I wasn't upset and I wasn't going to go run around, you know, and abandon my table looking. Uh, but I, something just gave me a good feeling that that card was going to come back to my table. Um, and not to ruin the story, but it never came back. It never came back. And, and, you know, I, I hope he enjoys the card. Um, and, and maybe he came across the card and he couldn't remember where it came from too. I don't know how many times he dug into his bag to pull cards out, but, uh, it did not come back. And I was sad to see that one go, but it was, it wasn't a big loss. It was my only loss. And if that's my only loss of the weekend, then, you know, that that's, that's perfectly fine for me. Uh, Saturday was the busiest day by far. In fact, I was, when I saw the amount of people there Saturday, because I wanted to go walk the floor, my, my plan was to walk the floor on Saturday and it was so incredibly packed in there. I thought to myself, man, I really missed out. I mean, I really should have had this table on Saturday or been set up on Saturday, um, because that was the day to set up. I mean, that. I know for me, when I I was have had to like nudge and, and just to try to get in and look in people's cases, um, to uh, to see what they had. Uh, now I was there early uh, because I had the dealer early set up, and I got in there and I and I was moving around and people were still setting up and setting up, but it's so big. I mean, all of a sudden, before you know it the whole place is packed and and I haven't even seen, I've only seen a quarter of the room because I'm talking to people where you're negotiating, you're talking, you're trying to make deals. Um, I went back to kind of like a home base back to our, to our booth. And um, somebody that I had met the night before uh, at a trade night uh, and I gave him the booth number. He said he was interested in tennis cards. And I said, it's very funny. I brought my tennis cards. I set my tennis cards up. I sold not one tennis card. So I had tennis cards set up Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. I just took all the tennis cards and I put them in a box and I spread out my football a little more. I just wanted to make it uh, a little bit more, you know, easier. I didn't want it to be so crowded that people were missing cards. So I really spread the cards out. 
Um, I did put some, I still had some, I, I reduced the amount of wrestling cards I had in there too. I just made it so it was easier to look. Um, but I said, I had, I've had tennis all week and nobody, and he's like, I walked around this place. Nobody had tennis cards, like, like just maybe a couple really high end Federer or Nadal, something like that. And I said, well, look, uh, if you make your way over there, I'll be over there in the morning. I'll bring those tennis cards and I'll, I'll meet you over there. So I had left them there and I was out there and uh, Amel texted me and said, hey, guy, you talked to last night about the tennis cards here. So I came back. He went through the cards. He ended up buying a card. And I'm like, well, that's cool. At least I sold one card. So I took the tennis cards and I stuffed them in my backpack and I was getting ready to go. And then uh, uh, Rob yells to me, Ken. And I turn around and he says, somebody else is interested in sports cards. And uh I took, I had said, look, I have them right here in the box. I said, just go through them. Let me know. They're all priced. Let me know if you like any of them. And she went through and she ended up picking like four cards out that were like 700 or $725. And she said, what's the best you could do? I said, I'll take six for, for those cards. Perfect. Pulled the money out. I'm like, this was great. I mean, like literally I wasn't even set up and I made $700 in like 10 minutes with the tennis cards that I've had, that I had set up there at that table for all those days. And so that's what I was kind of saying in my mind that the Saturday would have been the day I may have sold more tennis cards. Um, I know I talked to a couple of people that said, you know, people were looking for wrestling cards. And of course I knew SummerSlam was Saturday, but I expected that people build the buildup that they would want to buy the cards, but I guess they waited till the day of that people were coming around looking for wrestling cards and came around saying hey didn't somebody have wrestling cards so they were kind of coming back they're like okay you know I, this guy is wrestling cards and i got the booth number and everything but now they came back to the booth and i'm not set up anymore on saturday so now they, I'm, those wrestling cards are not there anymore so looking forward to next year uh i definitely oh i've already worked it out the uh, chicago that um uh I'm going to have, you know, my own spot for five days next, next, I think my own, my own half a table for five days, uh, next year at Chicago. Um, so, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, shout out to Alex at ideal cards, who was able to make that happen for me this year and for next year as well. Um, so I'm already planning ahead to uh to next year's national which is i think what most people do right i mean here it is sunday and i'm it's 4 30 so the national didn't even for me the na the national is over but the national itself doesn't i think it ends in 30 minutes i think it ends at five o'clock so and but i'm already planning ahead i've already sent my whole way home yesterday i'm taking notes of the, the different things i want to do and and just planning ahead to be just more successful and things I want to try at the next few shows I go to uh, that I saw other people being very successful at just trying to keep uh, getting better at what I'm doing here in this hobby. Um, so I walked the floor on Saturday looking for XRC cards. So um, I think, and it's, it's very funny that, you know, Every time I, I put something out here on the pod now, they show up that the card seems to find me. So, uh, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I think um, I want to start piecing the XRC cards. I like the cards. They're very hard to find. Like I wa wa walking around, walking around. And I had the cards in my box. 
I had my XRC cards in my box, but I had them priced high because I knew there was none hit there. And the people said they're priced a little high. And I said, I don't know if I really want to sell them. I, I really like these cards. I, I'm almost thinking about making them my PC. So right now, unless somebody wants to pay this amount of money for them, I'd rather just keep them right now. So I think moving forward, my thought is just to, you know, find more of the XRC cards and, and, you know, create a little PC with them. So I was out looking, um, I found, um, I found a Justin Herbert. I found a couple Justin Herbert XRCs PSA tens, and they were all about 20, 25, between 23 and $2,500. In fact, I found three of them out there uh and wanted to work uh, a trade or a trade plus cash and everybody said just straight cash that's it oh, so i want the, for, for the the two first two people i saw so the third person i saw i was just leaving um uh, literally i had taken my pass off and handed it off um it was just about one o'clock on saturday and i was heading for the door and um I said, I'm, there was a, another door I could go out. I said, I hadn't been over there this morning. I walked that way on my way out. And I, I found a third Herbert XRC PSA 10. So I have um, a 2017 limited Mahomes um, on-card auto to 149. And, and it's a beautiful card. It's it's And, and I'm just surprised it hasn't sold yet. I, I have it at comps and a lot of people like the card and nobody actually pulls the trigger on it. And a lot of people want to do a trade where they want to trade me four or five or six cards for that one. And I don't want, I'd rather trade up. I'd rather give that card and cash into something else. Um, so I had, I had thought to myself during the week that if I sold this card, I would buy, you know, a higher end, either a PSA nine Mahomes or a PSA 10 Herbert. Um, so I said, you know what, let, let me talk. Let me see if I could trade this card into, and I would probably be giving a little bit away, away for that card, but I'm not into the card for the value it's in. And I could see it's re it really hasn't been selling. And maybe, maybe I could just, instead of selling it, getting the cash and buying it, maybe I could just trade the card. So the person who owned the card wasn't at the table, but the guy said, let me text him or I'll call him and get him over there. So I waited about 10, 12 minutes. The guy finally comes over and he said, I, I said, you know, what, what's the price on this? He says, 25. I said, are you willing to trade or, you know, I, I have a straight up trade or I could do a trade in cash. And he says, well, show me what you have. So I took the Mahomes card out. I said, this would be a straight up trade. And he's like, oh, my God, I love this card. And he's looking at it. He's looking at it. He goes, this card's in really good shape. He goes, what's wrong with it? <laughs> like, li literally, I'm waiting him for to say the deal's done because he was getting the better. I know he was getting the better end of the deal, but I was getting what I wanted. And I was waiting, waiting for him just to shake my hand and say it's a deal. And he looks at me with this look and says, what's wrong with this card? And I'm like, what do you mean what's wrong with the card? You're looking at the card. There's something wrong with this card. Why would you trade that for this? You would trade a Mahomes on card auto for, for a Herbert that it's not even, I said the Herbert's a 10 and I, I PC XRCs. I have a number of them in my case. He goes, you're lying. I'm like, I could show you my cards. He says, there's something wrong with that. I'm not even doing a deal with you. And he handed, he pushed the card back on the table. And he said, that card's not for sale. And he turned and walked away. It was the most bizarre interaction I ever had. I'm like, 
well, okay. And I looked at the other guy. I go, what is wrong with him? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Sometimes he gets like that. And I'm like, okay. I picked my card up. I put it in the case. And I ended up heading out that day. But I just thought to myself that, I mean, I guess I guess you can be too eager too, right? Too quick to, you know, maybe I should have said, well, I'll give you this card and I'll take that card and cash back. Maybe maybe if I was more more eager to to get 100% of the comp of the card, maybe that interaction would have would have gone differently. But, uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to be bargaining with him. I knew I had a four, four and a half hour drive home. And, and if I was going to get the deal done, I was going to get it done quickly. Um, so it never got done. So then I went to, uh, uh, well, actually before that happened, I, I skipped past here. I went to Panini. Uh, so this is another funny story. We talked about the redemptions. So I had two redemp. I have three redemptions. I have, I'm a homes on card auto, uh, the, uh, midnight signatures. Uh, I had a Travis Entian and a Rashad Bateman. They were both patch autos. So maybe a couple weeks before national, uh, one of the Rashad Bateman, had the 120 days had come up and it said, what do you want to do? And at this point, I'm like, I'm not waiting for this card. So I just said, send me a replacement card on that one. And they said, okay. And then the next day I get an email from Panini saying, if you're going to be at national and you want to trade your redemptions in that we're over 120 days, make an appointment. And I'm like, oh, I wish I would have known this yesterday. So I said, well, I still have the um, Travis Entian card. I said, Yes, I want an appointment and I want to trade this in. So I had my appointment and I went there with both. I went there with all three of the redemption cards. And I said to them, I have the card I came for, the Entian, and I also have this Rashad Bateman card. Um, I said, I don't know if they've already shipped the replacement, but I would like to get a replacement with that too. So the guy was kind of in the middle of talking to somebody and he's like, yeah, yeah. So he took the first one, he looked it up and then I gave him the second one. And he said to the guy, cause somebody else has got to go in the back and get your box for you. So he said to the guy to get, you know, the two something. And so I didn't really hear what he said. So I thought he said, get him two boxes. So the guy comes out with one black box and I said, was I supposed to get two? And the guy said, no, I just doubled up the redemption. So you got a higher redemption. And I said, okay, great. I said, let me just ask you about this Mahomes. I don't want to, but how long do you think I'll wait for it? And he said, no, he said, Mahomes comes in about twice a year and signs. He said, you know, when, when he looked at the card, he said that card, you'll probably get that card in the next six months. Like I'm sure he'll be in and with he's either been in or will be in in the next six months to sign those cards. Cause he, he always comes in. He said, I would just hold on to that. That, that redemption will be fulfilled. I said, okay. So I left and I went back to the booth over there and I opened up my black box redemption. Um, so I know I'm going to butcher the name. Uh, Joel M Embiid, but it's a, uh, one of one flawless on card auto and i'll hold that up uh so it's a really nice card i'll i will be selling or trading it and i do nothing with basketball and it looks like it has some pretty good value on it um so when i was showing the other people there and they're and and immediately they're like 
oh man, see, I told you not to trade that Mahomes. And I said, no, I didn't trade the Mahomes. I said, this was for the Entian. They're like, no way. They did not give you this card for a Travis. I'm like, they did. And I pulled it up. I showed them on my thing. And then I'm looking on my thing, uh, um, on my Panini account. And it says that for my Rashad Bateman card, that they shipped a card and it's arriving on August 2nd and they give me a tracking number. So they already shipped me a replacement and he doubled this up because of that Rashad Bateman one and gave me this card, this black box, a higher end black box. So I think I lucked out. I mean, I, I'll be wait till Tuesday to see what shows up in the mail and stay tuned for that. I'll put that on the next episode. But I'm I'm hoping that that it, it did actually ship and I'll get a second card from Panini. So that would be kind of exciting. Uh, my pickups for the week. So Cole Caulfield, Young Guns. We know how I talked about him, that I keep him and Trevor Zegris. I keep getting as many of these as I can, and I'm just stockpiling them right now because I think they're the two best rookies this year, and I'm hoping they'll be worth some money. Uh, this was an exciting pickup for me. So this was a 2017 Patrick Mahomes rated rookie optic. So, I mean, comps on this are all over the place, but this was an HGA 9.5, and I'm going to hold this up. Try to get the right light to 9.5. And on, 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 you know, the, the centering surface, HGA listed out, every single one is 9.5. All of them are 9.5. And the kid came to the table. He's like, are you interested? I mean, I want to trade this card. And I said, well, I said, you know, it's an HGA. Nobody really likes HGA. I said, you should just crack it out of that and send it into, uh, send it into PSA, I said it would have more value on it. He said, I don't want to deal with doing that. I I don't know how to do it. And my luck, I would ruin the card. Would you trade it? Do you want to buy it? So I said, I, you know, I can give you a hundred dollars for the card. I, you know, I'm not sure what you're looking for. Um, he says a hundred, he goes, how about 150? And I said, how about 125? Now I was willing to go 150. I would have won even 140, 150. I may have even, Maybe even gone a little higher. But when I said 125, he just shook his head and he's like, okay, I'll take that. And I'm like, oh, okay, here you go. And I took the card. I mean, literally by Tuesday, this card's going to be cracked and on its way to PSA. Um, I I cracked um, the 2017 Mahomes Red Yellow, which was uh, an HGA 8.5. Uh, cracked it and I bought that cheap, cracked it and sent it to PSA and came back a PSA nine. So, I mean, I, I'm hoping this comes back a PSA 10, but I mean, I, I PSA nine over an HGA 9.5. Um, I'll take that any day. So then my two pickups. So this is a 2019 Panini black Friday, Josh Allen autograph. Um, beautiful card. Hold that up. So I picked that up, and you see, it comes with these nice little, uh, these nice little, uh, like covers. You know, it's like a metal edge, and it's a protector. It's a slab protector. It's actually really cool. Um, so I picked this card up for slightly under comps. Uh, I made an offer and it was accepted right away. Uh, and same with this. I, this was kind of, you know, 
I'm not going to say a grail card, but for the weekend, this was my absolute best pickup. It's a 2017, and this is what I threw out when I when I talked about throwing it out there, putting it out to the universe. That um, I had just said uh, in the, one of the episodes from the hotel room that I like the XRCs. Maybe I'll start to PC them. And I said, I think I'm going to look for, you know, a, a Josh Allen, um, uh, uh, a Herbert, uh, a Mahomes. And I ended up getting this 2017 Panini Select Josh Allen. Uh, it's the NFL, you know, it's the XRC. Now hold that up. And that also came in one of those fancy cases. Um, and when I bought this card and I dropped it in my case with no price, as always, when I get a card like this, everybody wants to know all the, all asking, what's the price? What's the price? What's the price? Now, um, I bought the card for 2,100. Uh, the comps on the card are about 25, 2,600. Uh, and I just told people, I really don't want to sell it. So it's, it's right now it's 3000. If you want to buy it, just like my, uh, 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 Mac Jones, uh, where I put that up to, I put that at 2k, the Trevor Lawrence, the PSA 10, I put that at 2k. Now I know they're selling at 14, $1,500, but I put it up at 2k because I just, in my mind, I just, I did not, did not know if I really wanted to sell them or not. Um, so like I said, I think I'm going to start PCing the XRC. So I have five of them so far. I just mentioned I have the Herbert PSA 10, the Mac Jones PSA 10, the Josh Allen PSA 10. Uh, I have a Mac Jones uh, PSA 9, uh, which I'll I'll move that and reinvest into uh, into another XRC. And I also have a Zach Wilson BGS 9.5. And if I if I could find a, a 10 on that, I would move the uh, BGS 9.5 for a PSA 10. Um, so that's where I'm at. I you know I, I'm finding my way. I'm finding out what I like, and like I'm picking the XRCs too because in my mind I said I like these XRCs. And when I got to the show and I started walking the show, even Wednesday before the show started, I didn't, I couldn't, I found, I found one, and I knew where it was. It was a uh, Mahomes. It was a PSA nine uh, XRC, and it was I think it was like twenty seven or twenty eight hundred dollars. It was. And I know it was overpriced because I think the comp on it was about twenty two, twenty three hundred. Um, and I talked to the guy a little bit about it, and he said these cards are scarce. Like, like I'm not going to say they're rare, but they're scarce because I think the people who get them hold on to them. You don't see many out there. And as I walked around, I, I realized I'm here. I am at National, and I did not see many at all out there. Um, I saw some some raw ones that weren't so in other words, somebody probably graded them uh, and then cracked them out because they didn't grade very well. Uh, maybe came back an eight or whatever. Uh, and and what I did find, they seem to be overpriced and holding. I mean, the people selling them are, are either feel, maybe feel the same way as I do or just know that they're scarce out there at these shows and they're going to hold strong and they're not going to give it away. They're going to you know, hold to their price. And, and I'm thinking I'm going to do the same thing. I, I, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to find something that I, that I like, I want it to make me feel good, but I just don't want it to be able to find it everywhere. I don't want to be walking to everybody's case and seeing the same card, the same card, the same card. If I'm going to PC something. I want to be something where I, at least, at least I got to put effort in to go find it and go look for it and go to these shows. And even when I walked at trade night, I found, uh, I found one, one, um, Herbert, 
yeah, Herbert PSA 10 and, and the kid was asking 3,200 or 4,000 in trade. And I just laughed and I said, that's a little high. And he goes, you show me there's another one in the room and I'll lower my price. And I said, yeah, okay. I, I mean, I, I understand. And, and I moved on and I got, I got to thinking the same way, you know, maybe, maybe this is, maybe, maybe I found what I'm going to PC. Um, so Monday show, this is, you're going to get this on Monday, but there's not going to be a show on Friday. Uh, I am going away. I don't know if I mentioned this, uh, in earlier episodes, I'm only home for a few days and then I'm traveling again. I'm heading North, uh, to Winnipeg up to Manitoba. Um, I'm going to be up there, um, for a week. So we're going to, there won't be a Friday episode, but the following week we'll be right back at it. Uh, and if I have any listeners up there in the Winnipeg area, or if you know any uh, local card shops up there, uh, definitely message me on Instagram and let me know. Because I know I know Winnipeg is a city that's dropped in the middle of a prairie. So it's like surrounded by, by prairie. So, so, I mean, I'm sure there's a number of card, card shops there that I'll find when I get there. Uh, and it just might be cool to try to hit them up while I'm out there. Um, but if anybody knows of any there or you're from the area, definitely message me. Reach out on Instagram. Uh, upcoming show, East Coast National, August 26th, 27th, 28th. I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to this show um, because uh, talking to the guys that I got involved with uh, getting into this show, uh, shout out John from Behind the Diamond. He, he's telling me over slightly over 500 tables at this show. So I, I'm pretty excited. I mean, these, these are the shows that I really, that I look, I'm going to start looking forward to doing the, the smaller shows. I think I might just be more walking the floor at these shows. Um, I, I don't know. And I see it happen. And I'm just, I, I, I see other dealers walk the floor and will come up and show cars to see if people are buying their cards. Like, I, I don't know, you know, maybe they're not into them and maybe they're, it's okay. They can sell them under comps, but if I'm going to sell cards, I'm going to sell them at a table uh, and I'm going to set up and I'm going to take the profit myself. I'm not going to sell something to somebody so that they could drop it in their case and make the profit that I, I could have made. Um, but, but I think with the smaller shows, I could probably time better spent making pickups there and then going to these larger shows, this East coast national, um, the Hofstra show coming up, which is, you, you know, that that's off the hook and, you know, kind of what I'm, what I talked about in earlier episodes, knowing the show, you know, knowing what I want to do, knowing what to look forward to and, and, and working towards it. I, I think, um, I, up until this point, I've been preparing the same exact way for every single show the same way for every show. And I, I'm going to change that up now. I want, I want to prepare for the bigger shows. I, I don't want to be preparing. And I think, I think I've been preparing for smaller shows because that's what I did the most of the smaller shows. And then, you know, when I get to a, to a last show, I'm like, you know, I'm selling all this stuff and I'm like, Oh my God, this, this is incredible. And then I'll, I'll go hit a smaller show and then it's, you know, it's very slow again. And I'm, I, so, so now knowing the show, I want to prepare for the larger shows. Um, and if that means going to the smaller ones and just finding good deals and pickups that I can put in my case at the larger shows and so be it. Um, but definitely, definitely this East coast national, I'm really looking forward. It's just a few weeks away. Well, few weeks, three, 
three weeks, four weeks away. Yeah. Four weeks. So it's not just a few weeks away, but it feels like it. I'm already excited for it. I'm, I'm getting ready to go on vacation. I'm ex- I'm already looking at this next show. <laughs> um, but that's it. I'm going to shut it down there. There's my recap. Uh, a national it was just, just incredibly crazy, uh, insane and, and massive. Those, those were, you know, the way I described it. And I, I knew by what people were saying, what to expect. Uh, but still you, until you experience it, you just don't know. And, and now that I've, I, now that I have my first one under my belt, I have plans to do, you know, knowing the show, I have plans to, to do things a lot differently for my, I think my next national between this one and that one are going to be the difference between night and day and, uh, stay tuned, be there with me learning these lessons and, and, and evolving in the hobby. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Until next time, be good to yourselves and everyone around you. 